You're listening to Beauty and Life with Giselle, and I'm your host, Giselle Campbell, an esthetician, an entrepreneur, and a Californian living in the Midwest. In this podcast, I will be sharing my business and life stories, along with speaking with other amazing men and women from the professional world. So be sure to hit that subscribe button so you get future notifications on the next episode. And don't forget to connect with me socially on Instagram and Facebook at Elevate with Giselle. So grab that coffee and enjoy. Bye. Hey guys, Giselle here again, and this is part two of my entrepreneurial uh, story, I suppose. And um, you'll have to forgive me, I have a little bit of a uh, froggy voice today because, you know, those spring allergies (laughs) have um, been coming around real strong this year for me. But I wanted to go ahead and continue on with my story of being an entrepreneur. So where we last left off, I had just uh, started my business. I was in year one. I had done a Groupon and I had um, really was finding my way as an esthetician, as an entrepreneur with a new business. I mean, Given from where I was before, working with my husband to finally having my own business and working on my own, there were so many challenges. I mean, challenges from what kind of product was I going to be using, what type of wax, I mean, what supplies I needed, how often did I need to order these supplies, and where was I going to find these supplies? When I very first started... I was getting supplies from, I mean, the local beauty supply store. But when it came to actually needing wax sticks, I was going to Walmart and I was buying craft sticks from Walmart so I could wax. Not that this was a bad thing. It's just it wasn't the most um, efficient way of ordering supplies, And eventually, over time, I wised up and I found places that I can order sticks by the case because they were going to be cheaper that way. And then also these sticks weren't craft sticks. They were, I mean, they were tongue depressors. And um, so they were going to be of a higher quality. And also you were not going into Walmart and buying out all their sticks. Um, You know, there are things about being an entrepreneur that are messy. I mean, you're not always going to get it right. You're not always going to do the right thing, um, even though you think you are doing the right thing, but you're going to make mistakes. And there there has been in the seven years, there has been mistakes. You know, I had trouble managing not only the time of being in the studio, but then also doing back-end work. Like I said before, I am not the kind of person that enjoys doing the QuickBooks and enjoys all the numbers and reconciling my stuff. Thankfully, I have a CPA, 
and my CPA takes care of a lot of stuff for me. But when it came to those like monthly reconciling my accounts, I was just struggling. I found myself not doing any of that stuff. And then it would be six months into the year. And then I'd realize, oh my gosh, I'm so far behind. So this caused me a lot of stress. It caused me a lot of worry because then at the time I wasn't doing QuickBooks online. Now I have QuickBooks online and it's like a lifesaver. They don't pay me to say that. I'm just telling you. But at the time I was manually entering numbers and then I would have forget to, you know, where is that one receipt? What did I buy? What is this item? And it was just so, I was creating such a hardship for myself by not being organized. Now, a lot of people who know me now see me as this organized person. This person's always on top of it. And really, you're really only seeing a small percentage of what my life is like. And when you pull back that veil, you'll just see sometimes it's literally a hot mess. I'm stressed out. I don't know what's from left to right. And I'm thinking a million things at a time. And I have to do this. And my to-do list is a mile long. And working by myself can sometimes be lonely. Not necessarily in the studio, but just working on the business, not having a team, not having somebody to bounce ideas off of, and not working with somebody else can sometimes be a challenge. Now, you know, over the years, I have learned a lot of different things. I have learned to work smarter, not harder. I have made some missteps along the way as far as uh, ordering things that were maybe not the best quality as I I thought they were, or kind of finding that uh, squirrel mentality and then seeing something that, oh, this esthetician in this city is doing this really cool service. Maybe I should do that. And then following that down that road and then getting, seeing something else and being like, oh, what's that? So getting squirrely and being squirrely is definitely something that I struggle with because there are times where I think, oh, well, that service looks cool. Maybe I should do that. Or, ooh, that, you know, aesthetic tool looks amazing. Maybe I should do that. And this is the problem when you don't have focus in your business and you don't have a plan for your business. So eventually I ended up finding somebody to work with, a business coach. Now, her name is Daniela Warner, and she at the time was not offering business coaching, but she had she had a class, um, a group, it was called the Aesthetics Connect, uh, Estheticians Connect on Facebook. And I was in that group and I was watching her, you know, talk in there about aesthetics and, you know, just some education stuff. And I thought she seemed really cool and I didn't really know her. And the group was really great. 
But eventually she um, did offer an opportunity to work with her. Now, I was not sure about this at first. I was not sure about working with a business coach. At first, I thought, you know, can I afford this? Can I do this? And it was just going to be a short period of time. And I remember talking to my husband about this and telling him, you know, I really think that I want to do this. And he asked me point blank, why do you want to do this? What benefit are you going to get out of this of things that you already know how to do in business? This is not your first business. And while that was true, my answer was the reason why I want to do this and I want to work with a business coach is because she knows my industry. It's the accountability. Perhaps she has insight on something that I'm missing and that I'm not seeing. So I took a chance. I applied to work with her. And uh, we had a talk and, you know, she kind of was just a getting to know you phone call. And it worked out that she thought it would be a good fit. And I thought it would be a good fit to work together. So we worked together for a short, a a short period of time. And during the short period of time, I learned so much about my business. It's unbelievable. I remember that conversation of her asking me, um, you know, so how much money do you want to make? And when I, when I, I kid you not that I was like shooting real low because I had no idea of the kind of money an esthetician could truly make. And I'm like, oh, I don't know, like, you know, 30,000, <laughs> 30,000. Oh my goodness, like seriously, but I had no idea that I could and that there was the potential to make more than that, to have a better life than just, you know, just the basic low level of what I was thinking of. So working together, I come to discover, you know, the service that I love and the services that it's bringing me money. And do I really love that service? And when it all shook down, (laughs) I thought that I was doing facials. And so I thought facials were my bread and butter. I thought this is what's making my business move forward. It's what's bringing my most revenue in. And I was wrong. I was so wrong. What I discovered was that Brazilian waxing was sustaining my business. And what I also discovered during that time is that I was doing zero marketing for Brazilians zero marketing. And yet that was sustaining my business. What? Oh my gosh. My mind was blown. I couldn't believe it. And I wasn't, I mean, I was doing Brazilians, but I didn't think I was doing that many Brazilians. My days were still filled with lots of facials. So it was just crazy pants. (laughs) So as I moved forward with this coaching, I just learned so much more about myself. I gained direction. I gained clarity and peace in my business. And when I say that my business went from like 
low level of like chaos to this high functioning, goal oriented, reach for the skies kind of business, all because I invested in myself. I trusted someone else to help me and guide me towards my goal. And this is where it has brought me to, to this podcast, really, because Daniela has made such an impact in my life, not only as a business coach, but we've connected on a really, really awesome friendship level that not only do I have her to call me out on my BS, but also give me that reassurance when I'm down and sometimes I need that, you know, I, there are times where I'm like, am I doing this right? Am I I going in the right direction? And trust me, she will be the first one to tell me, Giselle, you've got shiny toy syndrome and you're getting a little squirrely on me. So she just reins me back. And that is so amazing and so needed, especially when you have such high dreams and high aspirations for yourself. And these are only things that were unlocked by investing in myself. I didn't know where I was going to go when I started my business. I just knew that I was going to open my business and I was going to start doing facials. But I never anticipated for it to be at the level that I'm at now. Now, I've had a couple employees in this time frame, actually within the last year or so, I've had a couple employees and I learned where I made some mistakes. You know, I never had an employee before. I had an employee and it didn't go as well as I would have liked it to go on because I didn't know what the heck I was doing, honestly. And, you know, I was thankful that the person that worked for me, you know, gave me some grace and um, tried to help me help her. But in the end, I just had to let her go because, for one, I realized that I was trying to make something work that wasn't working for me in my business. I was trying to allow her to do all the facial services and me only do waxing. But the problem was is that that's not where my business was going. My business was primarily waxing, spray tanning, and lash lifting. So facials was just kind of like this small byproduct of it that in which I think that it was something that could have gone better, but it ended up being something where I wasn't really giving it my all. And I knew this place before. I'd been here. I'd been here with my husband where things aren't going well because I'm not giving it my all. So I had to have the hard conversation and I had to have that conversation of letting her go and really, truly focusing on what I knew I loved and that was waxing. And I knew that I loved waxing and I loved spray tanning and facials. Not that I, not that I felt out of love. I just knew that the love for facials just shifted. It wasn't 
the first priority for me. And I eventually had to phase out all my facials to um, referring them to other people. And that was so hard because there were a lot of people that had been with me for many, many years and I love, love, love them dearly. But if I was not going to give them 100% of me, then I felt like I was doing them a disservice. I felt like I wasn't truly providing enough for them if I wasn't 100% in it. So I had to let that piece of my business go. And this is where being an entrepreneur is not easy. You have, you know, you have missteps with employees, you have missteps with things that you bring into your business that don't quite work out. And then you also have those times where you know that in order to grow, you have to let go of something. And that's where I was. I had to let go of something in order to grow. And that and once I did that, it just blossomed. And I had a virtual assistant and she was amazing. And she was helping me with my social media and she was helping me with all kinds of stuff and taking care of my schedule and talking to clients and helping me and being that person that I needed to talk to when um, I was like, am I doing this right? (laughs) And she was so amazing. And I had her for a long time before I decided to go ahead and let her go because my business started to decline. Because now I was moving into the winter months. And while it was great and everything to do waxing and spray tanning and all that stuff during the summer, I didn't know what was to come when winter hit. And that's where I had to grow and learn and pivot in how I was going to run my business. Now, I'm not doing facials anymore. I'm not providing those services, which in the wintertime would keep me busy, is doing facials. And trust me, I did think once or twice okay, maybe 10 times, that I would offer facials just in the winter. But after weaning off my clients for several months about me doing facials, I really felt like had I tried to bring facials back into my life, it would really give my clients whiplash. And that, again, is not exactly the way that I felt I should be doing And of course, I talked this over with my business coach and I, you know, we had these conversations about what would be the great, the best way to handle this particular thing. And I eventually learned that the best way to do is just stay the course. And staying the course was really hard. I didn't really know exactly what I was, was (laughs) Sorry, I'm fumbling over my words here. What I was wanting to do um, because I was conflicted. I wanted to do waxing. I wanted to do facials, but I knew that I had a goal and there was a reason. It wasn't like I couldn't ever go back to facials. And it wasn't like somebody was telling me, don't do facials. It was 
What I had written down for myself and what I wanted my goal to be in life was not, it was not in align with that. Facials was not part of that, that vision. So I had to stick through it. I stuck through that winter, those winter months. It was slow. It was hard, but I made it through to the other side. And it, and you know, now that I'm, I'm recording this in the spring, and of course this is going to come out springtime-ish, and <laughs> it's going to, um, you know, still still be relevant. But I do want to say that when it comes to business and finding your direction and really trusting yourself, that is really important. And know that you can always pivot and you can always, you know, if you find something that isn't working out, you can change direction. Nobody says that you have to go a certain way. You can change the direction if it's not working out and you can improve on your business and that's okay too. So where do I see my business going from here? Well, right now at this moment, I am, when this podcast comes out here, it I'm stuck in quarantine. We have COVID-19 coronavirus going nutso in the world. And I'm just trying to figure out what my life and my business is going to be like when I actually get to resume work again. Being out of work for a month, a month and a half, is been so challenging. It's been challenging on my on my mental health. It's been challenging on my emotional health. Um, it's been challenging even on my marriage. It's been so wonderful to have a group of women that I can lean on and have these women who are also entrepreneurs, business owners, that we can come together and lean in on each other during this hard time. And that right there shows you collaboration over competition. I cannot stress enough how much it means to me to be part of a group that is taking this time and they're doing things. They're doing facial boxes to go for their clients. They're doing coffee chats, podcasts. I mean, so much inspiration and creativity is coming out of this group. It is mind-blowing. And I cannot thank Daniela enough for attracting these women to her to be in this group and for me to have the opportunity to meet them. And I do have to give my personal thanks to Daniela because she has given me so much inspiration and has really helped me push myself out of my comfort zone, try new things, new ideas, and know that if it doesn't quite go the right way that I think that it should, it's okay because done is better than perfect. And this is why we have this podcast, because while this podcast in these beginning episodes may not be the best quality, at least they're done and they're out there and you're listening to it, right? And that makes me really happy. 
And I'm sure when I get to my hundredth episode, it will be so fa- so much more um, well produced. <laughs> but you know, it's something that I have learned that done is better than perfect. And we make mistakes as humans. It's fine. It happens, right? <laughs> okay. And my last thanks is going to be to my husband and my clients. To my husband who has always been somebody who has pushed me in my business, who has sat there at many, many dinners, listened to all my crazy ideas and my conversations that I've had with my business coach and really has also called me out on my BS. I mean, I have a lot of people that seem very comfortable with telling me when I'm being absolutely ridiculous. (laughs) So I don't know how lucky I am with that. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, (laughs) but I know that I have people that will do that. And to my clients, and if there are clients that are listening to this podcast, I just want to say simply thank you. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for your loyalty and how much I miss you severely during this quarantine. I cannot wait to go back to the studio. I cannot wait to get in the studio and start doing waxing and spray tans and lash lifts again and really enjoying life again. Even though I know life is going to be slightly different when we return back to society, I am excited and looking forward to that day when we are all back together and we are socializing and living our lives in a whole different way. And I truly believe even though there's all these changes, it's going to be amazing still because how we react and change our mindset on how the future is going to be is really going to come into fruition because when you think that it's going to be great and you move in that direction and make those choices moving in a positive way, only positive and good can come of that. And maybe I'm being delusional and maybe I'm being a super optimistic or hopeful and you're thinking, Giselle, you are so naive. But you know what? I'm okay with that because I do enjoy seeing the lighter side and the positive side of situations. Because why not? Why not see the positive side in a situation? So with that, again, thank you so much for listening to this episode of my story part two. And I would love for you to connect with me on social media. So you can find me at Elevate with Giselle on Instagram and on Facebook. And these are places where I'm most active. So come on over, connect with me. Let me know what you're thinking about this podcast and if there's any other topics you would love to hear about. Until then, my friends, I hope you have a beautiful day and I'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.